What's up, everybody? It's your draft queens, Kate and Michelle. And welcome to a new and the final episode of Drafts on Drafts for the year. That's right. Don't make that face. Don't be sad. Just be happy that it happened. I'm smiling that it happened, but I'm (laughs) frowning because I'm just not ready for this year to end. I mean, it's actually been kind of a wicked year, so maybe I am ready for a fresh start. I mean, okay. In all honesty, we're sitting here in, in, in the week leading into Christmas. We all thought things were getting better in the world. Frankly... They don't seem to be getting much better. They seem to be getting worse and scary again. So I I am very much ready for this year to be over. I, I, I hate saying that, and I feel like I've now said that for like two years in a row. So I, I hope you have. I, I, hope I we, stop we both have. having to say that. Um, but yes, I'm, I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready to, for 2022. Thank you. Do you want to hear something that is like really very apropos right now sure. having to do with this? So obviously this drafts on draft segment, I'm assuming there are the same listeners as always, but if you are new, um, this is an episode where Michelle and I crack a beer open and we finish our beer and over the course of one beer, we talk about a topic that has to do with sports and culture. So for today, I picked a beer strategically oh. that felt very apropos for the end of this year before we move into football playoffs in 2022. And because this is the end of 2021, I am drinking a logical conclusion <laughs> by Three's Brewery in Brooklyn. Good. That's pretty good. That I like that. Very strategically chosen. That's so Kate Walsh of you, to be honest. Yeah, it is a logical conclusion to this year to be drinking this beer. Well, so you're welcome for that funny little punniness. That's all I got, though. In other logical conclusions, I'm drinking a trusty PBR, which I think at this point is probably my most drank beer on this show. It definitely is. I mean, we have a we have a log of the beers that we're drinking for reasons that I don't know why we keep track, but I think it's fun to look back. And yours by far is PBR. PBR. Definitely. Well, here, cheers to 2022 with a logical conclusion and a PBR, friends. Cheers. Ding. Good so, year so far. Good speaking, year. Speaking of which, um, I think we actually have a great topic to discuss today. One that should make you chuckle, uh, I think, and probably also just, well, first you'll probably eyebrow raise being like, what are they talking about? They probably have the names wrong. They always mess names up. Nope. Can't mess not this today. name up. This one's really easy. We will not, we will not fumble over this one. But I think the topic will just make people generally chuckle. Don't you? I do. Do you would would you like to tell the people what well, today's want, topic no, is? No, I actually want you to tell people because you've had this planned for approximately a month at this point. Yeah. Okay. So before I announce this topic, which is also the show description, so you know what the topic is. But if you have your eyes closed, um, today's topic is quite timely. Um, we're talking about boxing. And not just boxing, but I've recently, over the past year, maybe year and a half, obviously, like, it's no surprise that boxing and primetime are, like, really starting to take over the forefront of, like, influencers. And also, I mean, like, Jake Paul, Tommy Fury, but also, like, professional athletes who are not boxers are now boxing as a, like, second wave of their career. So... Today's topic is Frank Gore, the boxer, not the NFL running back. He is now a boxer. I just, 
when you say it like that, like, you know, athletes, influencers, they're just deciding to do this as like a secondary thing. It's like, of all the things you could do post your first career, why would you choose getting hit upside the head in a boxing ring? I don't know. So, okay. The other weird part of this, though, is it's not just Frank Gore who is... It's true. We, we are talking about a boxing match that happened last weekend that was starring Frank Gore, the former star NFL running back. It's a movie, uh, essentially. Well, but it's also, he was fighting a former NBA all-star guard, Darren Williams. Like, what is going on? Why? Why? Yeah, can you tell us, actually, can you help me understand the why first? Because I I did a little research on this because I knew we were going to chat about it, and I found actually an, a quite exhaustive list of other athletes and or influencers and or actors act like that have done this in the past but before we go into them and before yeah. we talk about frank why can someone just explain to me yeah why okay i can explain to you why for frank gore only and only. i am okay less of an nba fan so i don't really know anything about darren williams uh, i'm just not sure but i can tell you why frank gore got into boxing okay um so i grabbed a lot of this from sportingnews.com whatever that is but thank you very much for doing this write-up <laughs> and they basically went back in time to tell us how frank gore was formerly uh, cross-training as a football player and a boxer at the oh. same time, once upon a time. Um, it's kind of like how Patrick Mahomes was training to be like, he either go to the MLB or go to the NFL, and he chose the NFL. I believe that Frank Gore was either going to be a boxer or he was going to go to the NFL. Interesting. So, okay. Right. Um, and then this past season, well, this season, uh, Gore was not signed. He was an unsigned free agent for yep. 2021. Yep. So, and that comes as no surprise because he was in my, he was he <laughs> rode my bench all of last season for fantasy. So I'm very aware that Frank Gore did not play for an NFL team very well last year. So he was a free agent this year. He was cross-training between the two sports. And it seemed that he, at the beginning of the season, he was turning down early stage NFL deals and didn't want to be a running back anymore because he wanted to focus on fighting and his fight training. So the quote that he has in this article, uh, which actually was from Ian Rappaport, he said, quote, I just fell in love with how hard it is. I felt like, man, I couldn't fight and it was always a challenge. So I kept doing it and doing it and I saw myself getting better and better. So it seems like he's always wanted to be a boxer in some capacity, and he finally just did it. Okay, well, that certainly makes a bit more sense for someone like Frank Gore. I would guess that the myriad of others that I have found did not have that same background, i.e. Nate Robinson, who is the three-time slam dunk champion. Or I saw, oh, excuse me, Jose Canseco, Shaquille O'Neal, uh, like no way. Yeah, like all. Well, most are most are sort of like exhibition amateur, you know, like type things. But like either way, a lot of these people have gotten into a ring, you know, after their 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 first sport or their first whatever. Uh, Ruby Rose on the female side, she did an amateur charity what? boxing match. Tanya Harding. Now let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If there is someone that I would not want to see on the other side of a boxing ring, it would be Tanya Harding. She would 
just curb stomp you. Like I'm, I'm very scared of her. Yikes. Anyway, she's three and three in her professional boxing career. Uh, four and three. If you count what she did to Nancy Kerrigan, um, <laughs> just say it. So she's done, she's done this six times. Apparently. Look, here's another one. Chad Johnson. Remember, remember Chad Johnson, Chad Ochocinco. I will never forget Chad Ochocinco yeah, Johnson. Yes. He, he got in there. I, like, I just like of all the things that you could choose to do, with your post or even amid your your sport career why boxing frank gore's story that you said to me makes sense if you're training for it and you're like now i understand because you can't just wake up one morning and decide i would like to be a boxer so frank gore clearly worked his way up to it i don't know about some of these other folks that i've rattled off um so yeah just a very bizarre thing but I think the worst part is, is I don't even think Frank Gore won. I saw some really hilarious memes of him, and he looked very scared in that ring. Well, I can tell you, so I've also done a little bit of research. Again, I know less about the NBA, but I can tell you how Darren Williams got into boxing, if you'd be curious. Oh, oh, all right. Wow, she has all the information today. I do. So he came down a different sort of a path than Frank Gore. So he... Grew up, I, I guess, or went to high school in Texas. Okay. And he joined MMA gyms, and he did wrestling and won multiple state titles in Texas. So he went more of, like, the MMA wrestling route. Ah. That was, like, his comeuppance. Okay. And uh, he told MMAfighting.com that, quote, I've always been drawn to combat sports. I grew up wrestling first sport. And wrestled all the way up to high school. I've always been a big boxing fan, big MMA fan, and part owner of Fortis MMA in Dallas, Texas. And I've done a lot of training there over the last six years. Wow. I've always wanted to. I had the idea of maybe doing a fight, maybe an MMA fight. I actually had one right before COVID hit that I was in training camp for and my opponent pulled out. So that was always kind of in the back of my mind and I've always stayed in shape and I've always trained. It's just one of those opportunities that come along and if I didn't take it, I feel like I'd be kicking myself for not jumping on that opportunity for the rest of my life. So here I am. Okay. All right. It's a long quote, but That it's... was a very low, it was basically a short story of this man's life. I just... <laughs> I, no matter how many things you read to me, I just can't even understand, like, the appeal. I don't under, I don't under, okay. I don't understand the appeal of boxing on a regular day. It's scary to me. Like, I don't like watching it. It's like, I understand it's a sport. I understand these athletes are extremely fit and train heavily for this. But I just can't imagine letting my competitive side get me to a point where I'm in a ring where someone's goal is to punch me in the face till I fall on the ground. And I'm I a competitive that, person, but I don't think me. I could get to that point. I think that these two are built different. Like, do you want to get down to brass tacks? Because I have <laughs> sure. like their, what, I what have their statistics here. Okay. okay. What else you got? So let's get down to brass tacks. So Darren Williams, uh, it might be, yeah, it's Darren Williams. I don't want to pronounce it wrong, but Darren Williams uh, he is six foot three, and he is two hundred pounds. Okay. Whereas uh, Frank Gore, he is six inches shorter, so Whoa. he is five say, nine. I was gonna say Frank Gore is a little guy. 
a little guy, except he's 212 pounds. Uh, I, short. Short is what I meant. He is a shorter guy, perfect <laughs> for NFL, former NFL running back. Uh, he is very much shorter than Darren Williams, and uh, he weighs 12 more pounds. Okay. So those are their, that's how they like quite literally stack up against each other. Yes. Okay. So did you watch this fight? Or I guess it's called a bout if we're talking about, uh, if we're talking about uh, boxing isn't no. it called about when they I play each other don't know I, I i honestly don't know i didn't watch it as i mentioned i i can't i can't it's just not a sport that i can watch okay well i um i will do my very best to attempt to explain what happened during this fight so what i was told is that this past friday that's Friday the 17th, this fight went on. It was supposed to be a Saturday night fight, but for some reason, the Florida State Boxing Commission changed it to Friday rather than Saturday. Um, the fight went on where Darren Williams outlanded Frank Gore with a total punch count of 48 to 39. Can okay. we stop there? Because because that's a lot of punches. <laughs> Yeah, yes it is. If That's I a got, lot of punches. If I got popped one time, TKO, bye, bye forever to me. 48 or 49 times? Like, I just don't even understand how people survive these things. How do you survive a boxing match? Now, I don't know if they did, because if you look back <laughs> at the freeze frames of Frank Gore just absolutely getting annihilated by 48 <laughs> consecutive punches from Darren Williams, he does not look like he survived. I, I am very nervous for his well-being. There is, there is one hilarious meme. That's the one that caught my attention that I'm sure everyone has now seen on Instagram where, like, literally Frank Graham, uh, Frank Gore just looks like he's, like, like screaming like a little <laughs> child in the schoolyard. Like, don't hit me. Don't do it again. I would. I, we'll I would see. after I, even... I would too. I, even if you didn't punch me, I would scream like a little girl in the <laughs> schoolyard. Like... Now, you know, like here, at the you know, at the beginning of the boxing match, I think they like each hit each other's like, you know, like pound each other's like yeah, bo- like, gloves, boom, like boom, atop boom. I think I would get through that part, and then I'd start screaming like a school child, and, I'm out. and just be like, yeah, I'm out, and I would just lay down on the ground. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I don't <laughs> want to be in that ring. It's the, the the worst part of this though. Like there weren't even the, we know that the total punches were forty eight to thirty nine. Okay. Now of those, and I legitimately have never heard this before until today. <laughs> but of those punches, there were thirty five power punches from Darren Williams. Oh my. And twenty eight power punches from Frank Gore. As if a regular power punch, punches. As if a regular punch in the head's not enough. How about a power punch to set it off even more? I mean, I just would like to know what encompasses a power punch. If it, <laughs> it, that seems like kind of, I don't know, kind of redundant. Like how do it's they a punch. Know that? Like, They're how powerful. Do they, if you're sitting there on the side of the ring watching it, like, can you tell a power punch from a regular punch? Maybe it has to do kind of like with fencing. I don't know if anyone knows the answer to this. I really want to know. But you know when you like stick them with the little needle oh boy. and it hits them on a certain part that turns their helmet a different color. Like it's, yeah, a, it's like, like a power stick. A power stick and a power punch. Okay. So, wow. Mm, okay. I didn't know that. I just figured they were all power punches. I also thought they were all power punches. But now you know. They're, they're not all power punches. Not all punches are created equal. So did some, who won? 
So Darren Williams won. His best round was in the was the fourth, which I don't know fourth of what, but it was in the fourth round. I think you could go ten rounds. Okay, okay. So the fourth round was uh, Darren Williams's best round. Okay, he outlanded Frank Gore twelve to five in total punches, Uh, and then Gore's best round uh, was the second round where he outlanded Darren Williams sixteen to fifteen. So. Let's see here. I mean, so I don't his, know what the so final he score won, is. He won by a split decision. I don't know what that means. Okay, what does that mean? I don't know. Let's see. Oh, boy. There's all this vernacular that I'm like... This is a Literally, it's, it's written in here to say, The bout was contested at 215 pounds over four rounds with 12-ounce gloves. I don't know what that means. 12-ounce gloves. Okay, a split decision is a winning criteria in boxing, most commonly in full contact combat sports, in which two of the three judges score one particular competitor as the winner, while the third judge scores for the other competitor. So basically it was Mm. not... so, So Okay, so basically they didn't go 10 rounds, which is how many you can go. Nobody Nobody was knocked out. Okay. And... And Williams won, but not unanimously. One judge, oh, okay. one judge was in there rooting for Frank Gore. Go that judge. <laughs> he needs a win, that poor guy. I mean, he certainly did not get a win on the Jets or the Bills oh, or the Dolphins or the Colts on. or the, por- the 49ers. Leave the poor so guy alone. now he's trying to box. Come on, don't power punch him like that, Kate. I'm just saying, I'm verbally power punching him because he yeah. yeah. Wow. So, okay, <laughs> things I've learned today. What a split yes. decision is, why Frank Gore decided that he wanted to do this. Uh, a number of other athletes, actresses, ath- uh, actors have also decided to step foot in the ring. Mm-hmm. Do do we know of any new ones that might be coming down the pike? I don't know. Maybe I'll have to try to watch a boxing match in 2022, a.k.a. shield my eyes and hopefully not see the power punches. Well, I know that, like I said at the top of the episode, for the longest time, uh, people have been talking about these influencers, Jake Paul and Tommy right, Fury, right, right, right. who have been apparently meaning to square off for many, many months, if not years, And most recently, when they had something on the books, Tommy Fury had uh, backed out of it. Mm. But I haven't heard anything else there. So I think that's the one that's most on the tip of people's tongues. Um, All I know about this particular match, though, is that for whatever reason, this did not go on the pro record for either Frank Gore or for Darren Williams. So because it was just a fun not, little thing, not they, pros. a fun little thing they did on the side. That's why. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Well, this was a hell of a way to end the year with punches and power, power punches. punches. Man, I th- I think we all got power punched in the face by 2021. Oh, I know. I'm at the end of my beer here, so I guess this is our swan song for 2020. 21 season of draft queens because that's all i got i have no more information on power punches well you came to the table uh with some heavy hitting facts here <laughs> there's good is. one and this was fun and drafts on drafts has been the best new thing about 2021 i can't wait to keep doing it in 2022 maybe kate like next year we should like poll the fans and see if they have any good topics for us to talk about over a beer we're open to whatever as you can tell we don't always know exactly what we're talking about and that's fine that's why you drink a beer and talk with your friends about sports and culture that's what you do 
We're learning. We don't we're have learning. to know everything. Well, I guess we're not leaving the listeners like totally high and dry. Beyond this episode, I think there's like two exciting things that we can announce before we come back in the new year. Do you want me to announce those things? Go for it. One. Okay. Number one. Next week, next Wednesday, one calendar week from now, we are dropping and re-airing an episode that we put out a couple years ago on the show. It's about the uh, New Year's Eve bowls, like the uh, or New Year's Day bowls, the college bowls. Yep. So if you're watching football over the holidays, which I hope everyone is, uh, we are putting out an episode about college bowls. And so that's the first thing. Anything else there that you want to add? No, I dig it. I love when we do, I love the little like historical episodes because we've done a few of them over the years and it's uh it's fun to tune into if you haven't listened to before you can kind of understand why these games are happening uh at the times that they happen well that is the first one and then second and finally uh if you during the holidays i mean if you celebrate christmas it's coming up this friday and saturday if you're just generally fiending for a little self-love um, a reminder that we have a holiday coupon on our website, yourdraftqueens.com slash merch, and the code is HOLIDAY20. That's HOLIDAY, in all caps, two zero. And you can get 20% off all of our holiday products for Draft Queens. Now, the most exciting part here is that we have brand new winter beanies. And uh, I have one. It's super cute. And I'm really pleased with how they look. So I would recommend that everybody goes to get a uh, holiday beanie. Beanies for all this holiday season. Keep your heads warm. Tune in next week for a special re-air of bowls and New Year's and what that means. And frankly, enjoy the holidays. We're going yes. to. We'll be back in your earballs with a brand new episode for January 3rd. Mm-hmm. Monday, January 3rd for with the huddle. And that's going to be our kickoff to the 2022 Draft Queen season. Yeah. We will tell you on that episode if not that week the end to our cliffhanger which is how michelle and i do <laughs> in fantasy football playoffs so hold, tune in for the new year for sure hats. everybody hold on to your hats be really nice around your friends and family i know there's a lot of football on uh the remainder of this week through the holidays just be on your best fantasy football behavior around your friends and family while you watch these games i know i will be trying to do that and We will report back on how that goes in January. We absolutely will. And in the meantime, happy holidays, everyone, and we will see you in the new year. 